and welcome back to another episode of Super Cynical Cinema, the podcast where we talk about really bad superhero movies. Maybe we'll have some good ones in there, but uh, for the time being, they're just yeah. It's bad almost movies. as bad as Magneto and, uh, going to trick my wooden gun. Why don't you write a cartoon? Um, I'm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's got a point, Sparks. Why don't you write a cartoon? I am one of your hosts, Jake Williams. That voice you just heard to tell the other guy to start a cartoon. Yep. That was Chance Oliver. And I do like flying Just kites. like Madonna, he has one name. It's Sparks. Like Seal. <laughs> I like Madonna, personally. I, I, I prefer that. Like a virgin is what I would say to that, sir. Today we're talking about 2017's Zack Snyder? Slash Joss Whedon movie Justice uh, League. Uh, do either we, one of them want to own up to it? Well, it's technically credited as Zach's movie. They didn't put Joss Whedon. I think he's just like Joss came in after post, or during post production. Yeah, he did all the reshoots, um, and you could tell where the cuts were made and where it was clearly Joss Whedon's movie, and where it was uh, Zack Snyder's movie. So we've got a Frankenstein of a movie. Yep. But before we talk about the actual movie itself, there's so much more to this uh, whole story and whole saga. So let's first ask the most important question. Should we see, at some point, the Snyder no. Cut of this movie? No. Why not? How could because that be any better? Think how much better it's going to be, it won't be that, that much. It'll be that much more angsty. Although, the, the cringy jokes won't be there. Mm, it'll just be cringe edge. Well, Dressed like a bat. I did say this. I said this on Chance's other podcast that he does, Box Office hey. Bros. When I guessed it on there, I brought that up where I said that why would anybody want this? Because everybody was bitching about Zack Snyder being the head of that universe. And then the minute he's gone and it's a different movie, everybody's like, well, no, we want the Snyder cut. It's not going to change the movie. <laughs> at the all dumb fucks and I mean honestly I do think and we'll have <laughs> this is his own episode but I think Batman v Superman the ultimate cut is a better movie I'll um, never know they actually it actually <laughs> makes sense it's way too long it's three hours but it actually makes sense it fills in you know blocks and of, of narrative that were moved removed from the theatrical cut and just certain things make more sense in the ultimate cut. I don't think that's going to be the same in Justice League because it was a jumbled movie anyway. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say this about Justice League. At the very least, it has a cohesive idea of what story it is. It's Unfortunately, yeah. they, they went about this all ass backwards. They did the reverse Avengers, where it's like, hey, we've built up, we spent a lot of time curating... And setting all of these characters' stories, with the exception of Hulk, Hawkeye, and Black Widow, because fuck them. But we have spent time curating their stories, making you care about these characters. And now, we're going to put everybody together with one good story. They're going to fight a little bit at the beginning, but then they're going to come together as a true, true tour de force. And this movie was like, lol, fucking Wolfen's, or, uh, Wolfgang, Jesus fucking Christ, Steppenwolf is Steppenwolf. here. Steppenwolf. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, lol, Steppenwolf is here. He wants all the mother boxes for things they don't really do. 
Batman knows where everybody is. Insert joke, insert joke. Bro Aquaman, roll credits. Hell yeah, bro Aquaman. I'll be honest. I don't think this movie does that bad of a job giving backstory to But the, the problem is it spent it maybe, all of its time doing that. And I think maybe it's just because uh, I have the knowledge coming into the movie and I already have that going for me, so maybe that's different for me. But I honestly, watching this back, didn't think they did a bad job putting everybody in the movie and kind of patching it in. Now, if I were a non-comic book reader, somebody that's not into this stuff, I probably would be confused oh, Okay, Could come into this with... Like the mother boxes, they don't explain First any of, of that. None shit. of that. None of that. <laughs> I mean, they do. None of that shit's true. It's all made up. Bull, it's all made Who up cares? bullshit. It's a comic you book don't movie. Don't even go Sparks. down that road. Flying men don't exist. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, my suspension of disbelief actually has continuity. Tell me, tell me how Civil War in the MCU. Oh is God, the same no, we're not going to jump down that. Civil War no, we're not going to. That's oh, what I'm God. saying. When you go down that, when you make that statement, that's what I'm going to say. Because like the MCU changes a lot of stuff okay, for convenience first off, too. So that was not Civil War. That was Civil War in name. Because oh God, that's literally well, that's what the I'm name. getting at. Is the mother boxes are just mother boxes are just the mother boxes. That's just they know that's a thing in the DCU that's going to get nerds to be like, oh boy, mother boxes. Yeah, anybody <laughs> has any respect for the work that Jack Kirby did? I do, uh, I I do have that mentioned in here that there's a reference to the old. That's guys. what mother boxes are. God damn it! And they're the new no. gods. He said uh, that Wonder Woman reminded him of the new gods. Uh. No, didn't he say you're of anyway, the old gods? Uh, I am the new gods. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Never yeah, mind that they couldn't have picked a less under or more underwhelming villain for the entire fucking movie than Steppenwolf. Well, they got cocky because originally this was supposed to be it two was. movies. They they were going to do the Infinity War thing before Marvel, where they were going <laughs> to split Justice League into two movies, and have Steppenwolf being the first part, and then Darkseid being the second mo- part. Uh, I still think, but and I hate the fact that they made it just one movie out of that because why would you take the least lesser known villain and put him in? The why one use them at all? <laughs> Especially when you're trying yeah. to fight against Marvel. At this point, you need to fucking just whip out your dick and go to town. Yeah, but that's I think that's the, the issue they ran into with that is that they're already clearly doing the Marvel model, but in reverse. But then they also have to be like, oh, here's DC's version of Thanos. You know, because I mean, they're essentially the same character. Thanos Whoa! and Darkseid are pretty Don't much the same dare. character. No. They are? First off, first off, Darkseid is way more badass. I'm listening how they're different. Uh, I don't know. Josh oh, Brolin kind of killed it. He's a nerd who likes math sparks. Fucking idiot. And he shoots laser beams out of his goddamn <laughs> eyes that can Superman turn corners. Superman does that every day. No, Supermans do not turn corners. <laughs> All he needs is a fucking mirror placed at every corner, which he could do because he's Superman. And there, can turn a corner. Yo, Thanos murdered the whole Avengers in the comics and in the movies he beats the shit out of the original tri- uh, Trinity of the Marvel Cinematic Universe so the, sec- the second time what around a- yeah whatever anyway uh, quick question before we actually get into the movie um, one final thing about the like 
behind the scenes stuff. How much of it do you think is actually Zach's movie? Ugh, and how oh much God. of it is studio slash uh, okay. Josh Sweden? Any scene that has a cringy laugh or really weird exposition is Josh Sweden. And then any scene that's in the dark and brooding and kind of weirdly paced moodiness. Bingo. Zack Snyder. That's, that's him all the way. That's like if you watch a movie <laughs> and there's a lens flare. Clearly, you know who directed it. <laughs> JJ? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what did I you say in the <laughs> Oh, yeah. Stanley Kubrick, the originator of the lens flare. He's got that angry, that guy's got that angry look at the camera with the lens flare in the background. All those lens flares in The Shining. <laughs> Did you see that meme where they said that Stanley Kubrick, every time he made him, his signature thing was the villain always had a furrowed brow and he's staring down the barrel yeah. of the camera. And then they have, uh, they have Jack Nicholson from The Shining. They have um, the dude from A Clockwork Orange and then the dude from Full Metal Jacket. And then it's Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Boy, what about Eyes Wide Shut? Maybe that was another meme, but I, I've always just seen the one with Ben Shapiro, and I just thought that was hilarious. Because he, that also was the same time he said he wanted to see Brett Kavanaugh's junk. Uh, anyway, yeah, that was let's a weird talk about note movies. Wow, <laughs> stuck the landing. Uh, so let's. Let's get into Justice League. The The movie opens with oh, okay. Batman, which you can... This I will say this. I like that they got Danny Elfman to do some of the score here because this is clearly Danny Elfman doing the classic Batman style it's, score for the scene. It's a good... Okay. So you got Batman, you know, or you got a robber backing out of it doing a heist and Batman's doing Batman things, which is just sitting on a gargoyle watching it happen, which... He's one of the guys in yeah. Mindhunter. Uh, and I'm cool with this. This is very Batman, you know, in Gotham. Um, and then he fucking captures him, and then he's like, you know, he drops him over the edge. He's like, fear, they can smell it, because we know exactly what the fuck he's talking about before a fucking... Oh, God. What the fuck do they call them? Um, Parademon? Parademon, Parademon, thank you. Parademon fucking shows up. And then we go through that whole rigmarole. And then it fucking explodes. <laughs> but here's my... Here's, <laughs> I did. Okay, here, here's my problem with the entire scene, though. After it's all said and done, Batman just fucking leaves, and the, the Kirk is just left to his own devices. Which I thought was a funny joke. I thought it was like, wait, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's just... I think it's, it's funny... Because the DCEU's version of Batman's just why a would he give a shit if like, he kills people? <laughs> yeah, right. He's just like fuck it, I'm leaving this guy. Fuck you. Despite the fact that he, in earshot of the bad guy, just goes Alfred and kind of just yeah, never mind that. that. And I'm like, well, okay. everyone's named Alfred. So, so then on top of that, and this might be my one complaint with the Batman in this universe as it is, he is. I don't know if it's just me. Like watching him fight bores the living hell out of me. Did you? Well, obviously you did not watch Batman v Superman. He he just doesn't look as powerful as you'd think he would. 
There, yeah, there's a w- scene in Batman v Superman. You have narcolepsy just, if that it looks like with Batman v Superman. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're you're, you're talking that, you're talking that, about the that the post scene. In that movie, scene. Yeah, yeah, because that looked like Batman yeah. Arkham. But everywhere right. else, what the fuck? Yeah, this movie he's kind of just slowly moving around. He's, he's not, not really Batman. Much. <laughs> well, I mean, you can tell Affleck's phoning it in. Like he. I think he had, I think he enjoyed BVS, and I think he had fun with that. But then I think it's somewhere along the line, maybe it was all the reshoots and all the trouble that went behind the production of this movie. He just does not give a shit in this movie. He's kind of just bleh. Where on the flip side of that, Gal Gadot, Uh, fuck me, she kills. She's so she's so good, and like she's a there was a good call on her being Wonder Woman. I mean, she's not the best actress. But I think she plays yeah, the part she, really well. She does quite. Think, she does quite well. She's also really creepily shot in this movie. It, a lot of ash. Yeah, shots. imagine that. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Gotta get them teenage boys. Yeah, Zack Snyder is because if anybody <laughs> yeah. who didn't see Sucker Punch doesn't know that Zack Snyder is a fucking creep. Whoa, hold on now. Joss Whedon does that too because there are tons of just straight up ass shots of Black Widow in the Avengers movies. What he directed, so I, I think it's. I also think it's a trope of the genre. They're like, we gotta get them teenage boys whacking it. <laughs> Can you send me that clip? I need it for reasons. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, her skirt. I will say, her skirt is like super short, and there's always ash. It's always yeah. It's always that up angle. Which leads, which yeah. would normally lead. I mean, she's attractive. Well, which would lead me normally to another question of wondering about. The Amazonian standing on undergarments. Uh, okay. but that's for another. That's for another podcast. <laughs> Should they? Are you asking if she wears underwear? You per- you got you got to wonder because <laughs> the rest of them are kind of wearing furs and shit. But there's never. And you're talking about upskirt shots. So like I wonder. I wonder. See. That's how they get us, guys. This is the problem. They, they, we, this is how someone fires me. This is how someone underwear. fires me. I guarantee it. We're going to get me too so hard because of this. There you go, Sparks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so after the Batman scene, we get an opening credits and the montage is everybody mourning the death of Superman and all, you know, all that stuff. Um, there's one thing I wrote down in my notes that I, I really had to point out. There's a... There... And, this again comes out in 2017, so mm-hmm. not much later after these these people died. There's a newspaper shot of David Bowie, Prince, and Superman, and it says, "Quote: Did they return to yeah, their fuck planet?" Those people. And I and I'm like, uh, I'm like, what kind? Of, that's such oh, okay. A lame okay, if it were the joke. National Enquirer, I'd give them a pass. But yeah, it wasn't at the Daily Planet. Which hey, what if it was like, <laughs> if it was like Elvis and Tupac or something like that? It would have been the same effect. Instead, they decided, yeah, to, no. drag, yeah, I, I think instead they decided to drag fucking Bowie into it. I think it, it. I don't. I don't know if they would do something like Tupac or Elvis because it, it, when you have somebody like when you have Prince and Bowie, you have like these weird kind of. Flamboyant okay, they're characters. called artists. That would make more sense. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever you say. Kind of an, kind of androgynous. Uh, um. 
So, yeah, we get the opening credits, and then we immediately jump to Perry France. Oh. And there seems to be some sort of, like, break-in. Like, a, it's a bank no, robbery, it's, I think. It's staged uh, to look like a bank robbery, but they're fucking... They're, they're right, right. reactionary terrorist cells because they're upset that there's aliens and everybody on their planet. So they're basically, basically incels? And, and, the, and their problem... My, okay, my problem in all of this is... Their reaction to having aliens on their planet is to attack a bunch of innocent people. Your logic so is stupidly flawed. They're Earth nationalists or globalists for short. Yeah. <laughs> a damn globalist taking out civilians. The globalists or the nationalists, uh, nothing makes sense. And granted, I can't... So, I'm so just saying. Yeah, within this time, they're marching in on the fucking bank or wherever it is. And of course, Wonder Woman's not... Psychic, so yeah, people end up dying. I had to kind of let myself get that one, let that one go. I was like, "There's no way she could have known." Fine, people die. She's also <laughs> okay. her. Uh, you can clearly tell that uh, also that they knew going into this movie, they knew what they had with Wonder Woman, and they knew that she her movie was actually oh, yeah. good, and people really liked her. So they really. I think they played her up a lot in this movie and this I really liked this scene. I thought it was really cool. And I gotta say, at first I really hated it, but I'm totally in it into it. That Wonder Woman theme, man, it bumps. Slaps, as the kids say. <laughs> no, no, they don't. <laughs> yes they do. Oh, I love it. Okay. I love it. So, so, so my question is my you know and I'm not great with Wonder Woman lore. <laughs> I don't I don't read Wonder Woman. Has there ever been mentioned her actual speed? Because she's almost moving at like flash level quickness there. Yeah, so the the terrorists they come in, they throw people up, they've got hostages, she finds out, she comes in, and yeah, they do a slow mo shot. They really love the slow mo shots in this movie, so I think that's the Zack Snyder scenes. Um so she runs in and it's sort of slow mo of her blocking it with the bracers, and yeah, she like moves and like does these spin moves and she's yeah, she looks like she's moving as fast as like the flash like, Superman, within reason which, of, but yeah really fucking quick I don't think they've ever mentioned that in the books as far as I know again I don't read a ton of Wonder Woman so I don't I'm not the expert on that but yeah I've never really heard anything about her speed I mean it's gonna be above human but that's ooh that's really like we're talking bullet time cause he is shooting at a, yeah a machine gun and she's just like bing 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 blocking them all away and Cool scene. Yeah. I really dug it. Uh, I I I can't wait for Wonder Woman eighty four. I really hope they change the name, but I can't wait for that. <laughs> no, I, c- I can dig the title. I think it's uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Just eighty four. Yeah, I, th- I think it honestly at that point a title like that would definitely set it apart from any normal sequel sequence. Uh, I can't wait to get a fucking trailer for that. <laughs> Yeah, it'll probably be this our uh, 2020s Comic Con probably. No, it comes out next summer. Out even I don't even know. Jesus. Yeah, I think like, it, comes it was out supposed to come that. out this summer, then they I'm bumped actually. it out, uh, bumped it back a year. And you know what? Fine, cool. Take your time. No, I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah, because that's the only like, I mean, I didn't hate. I actually liked Aquaman, but that uh, I think that's the one that's universally liked is and Shazam. So, yeah, take your time with that. Yeah, and Shazam, I guess, technically is a is in that universe. I don't even know what they're doing with it. Uh, because, 
real quick, a little deviation here. Are we just not? Are we? Are we just going to pretend Suicide Squad didn't happen, but then still have people from that movie? Okay. okay. First off, did you? But then okay. Say first off, did you see the teaser trailer for Birds of Prey? Yes. Yes, I did. It was, I watched. I saw. So clearly, it, we're not ignoring it, and also we're getting a quote-unquote reboot with James Gunn. Basically, they're well, just gonna. The oh. Birds of Prey. I don't even fucking know. I, I'm not even Basically, gonna they're just gonna pretty much with Batman's character. They're gonna be like, "Oh, you look different." Yeah, whatever. To who or, though? They're not. They're not gonna have many of the returning characters. Like we're talking well, about, they're bringing in. They're bringing in like fucking Bronze Tiger. Well, okay. <laughs> Affleck's been at us Batman for a while. Pattinson's Batman's supposed to be. Him for like twenty years before you see him originally. Yeah, but I don't think Pattinson's gonna be in the con. The I don't think they're doing this whole fucking continued universe anymore. They've just put a quit on it. Well, then explain what how they could even make a sequel of Wonder Woman. Because they're making at a, all if they're, they're making not. A, but if they're not gonna continue with the connected universe with Batman and Superman and Justice League, they're just gonna the go back to making just gonna look movies. That's all it's gonna. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, by the way, it is still it is going to be called Wonder Woman 1984, and it will be coming out June 5th, 2020. This is the release date. Uh, as far as I know, it's continuing the. Obviously, it's continuing from Wonder Woman and Justice League and all that. I still don't know how I feel about Kristen Wiig being Cheetah, but uh, we will we'll give her the benefit of the doubt. We will definitely see. I think it'll be fine. I, also, I don't know how I feel about Chris Pine. I know it's probably going to be flashbacks. No, it's going to be... Chris Pine is Green Lantern. No, it's going to be somehow his relative who kind of just ends up looking like him. <laughs> yeah, probably something like that. Something stupid like that because it's a comic book movie. Um, so, yeah, she's into this movie. And then, then we jump back to Bruce Wayne and or Batman, I guess. And this is where we set up him meeting Aquaman for the first time. And this is the scene that's all over the trailers when this is coming out. He walks into the walks into the bar, says, "I knew a guy, Arthur Curry, said he used to bring the wat- like he came in with the ties or something like that." And uh, then we have the line where he says something. I can't even remember what he said to Aquaman, but Aquaman slams him against the wall, and he's like. I heard you could talk to fish or something so, like that. Okay, so this is where the movie starts to feel weird for me because it's these are con- continuity gaps between that and Aquaman. Because in Aquaman, he's living in the lighthouse with his dad and everything's all fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And this movie is often like fucking Iceland, just chilling out with people. Mood swing, probably. But that, okay, that raises the question. So did we go from Justice League into Aquaman? Mm, yes, because Mira says Cause you, they, de- they, you helped defeat Stephanie. She referenced it. Yeah. She references Justice League. So I guess once he's done with Aquaman, he goes and just like, hey, Dad, I'm going to crash at your place for a while. <laughs> Bro, dude, beer. Well, I think it was... The, I I think what what he was saying was is like he, he like goes around and helps these like nautical towns. Like he's going around all over nautical and helping nonsense. these towns and stuff. Because... See, he mentioned something about he came in with the tides, and that was kind of like a reference to him just like going with the ocean and well, helping people. I think is what they're trying. I guess, to say. but even at the same rate, because you look at what they did in Aquaman, like so. So in Justice League, he fucking not not to jump too far forward. When when they start going after the mother boxes, he just dives right down to fucking Atlantis. Who cares? This movie's D- all over dives the place down anyway. to fucking Atlantis. It's like he's on top of it. 
And also, they have to use a bubble to talk instead of Aquaman, where they can just talk underwater. <laughs> I love how they fucking ditch well, that. James Wan is probably like, yeah, people. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that, and like everybody on Twitter, and he's just like, you know what? That's a good point. Let's just. I mean, these people live in the water. Why the fuck do they need an <laughs> air bubble? <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. And that's, again, that's the problem of this whole entire universe. We just talked about it, how we don't even know what they're trying to do with the Suicide Squad stuff or the Batman stuff. Like, even now, even still, after Universe that was started back in 2013, we still don't know what they're trying to do. And you're right, that that is a big continuity gap of, like, these movies are connected, but somehow they ignore each other at the same time, and it blows my fucking mind. I don't know how that's possible. This didn't do their homework. But it is, I guess. It. You know what? I'll give it credit. It is very similar to comic books, where you get a writer that comes in for a run on a comic book who clearly did not read the other person's run and just says, fuck it, I'll make my own continuity from this. But, okay, but that's, that's not what it's like. But we're talking the difference between movies rather than the jumping between, like, Scott Snyder's Batman and Tom King's Batman. But you know what I'm... Like, you'll have somebody like Brian Michael Bendis who does not give a shit about continuity will go in and make his own continuity inside something or he'll negate Or he'll make or fucking from racial choices because diversity for diversity's sake... Well, he has uh, but so I'm saying that are of color. And so is he. Yeah. I think the problem is, is Warner Brothers was way... They have the wrong pe- person involved, whereas with Disney, with the, who they have involved with their Marvel division, they have Kevin Feige, who actually cares about this stuff and, and, wants, and made it a tight-knit thing, whereas Warner <laughs> Brothers, you don't really have well, a figure. you do now. And you just have a bunch of people just going... I, I this is how I picture it. I picture it as like an office, and I'm like here's here's the DCEU setup, and here's the here's the office for the Batman movie and the Wonder Woman movie, and then we walk by and be like, "Is that in your movie? Yeah, well that's fucking stupid. I don't want that in my movie. Oh, don't worry about it. They don't pay attention to this shit anyways. Like I feel like <laughs> that's how they treat us. <laughs> Sorry. Well, actually, for a minute there, I remembered there was a hot minute where everyone's like, "Oh yes." Um, Zack Snyder is going to be the new Kevin Feige for DC. We're like, no, fucking no. Yeah. We're all fucked. I don't know why they picked him mm. to, to be the guy to run the show. I don't get it. Well, they picked Jeff Johns after him, and Jeff Johns did it as shitty as... I don't know about that. Okay, Je- Jeff Johns... Okay, Jeff Johns had to build a fucking... Has to try to build an empire made out of shit. Yeah. Where Zack Snyder just shit it out. And I, I honestly... Well, Jeff Johns pissed off, like, Ben Affleck and everyone. Then fuck Ben game. Affleck. Because <laughs> Jeff Johns fuck. is a master storyteller... And anybody who says otherwise needs a fucking rail driven through their brain. Jesus. <laughs> Jeff Johns isn't good at making movie stories. Nerd alert. <laughs> no, I will say that... Suicide Squad is his fucking... That's true. No. Yes. Do not pin that He on didn't him. write that movie, but he was... A, he was he was fucking in charge, Sparks, which is it? <laughs> is he, he bad was... or is he good? <laughs> okay, ultimately all of, the, all of the decisions come down to the director. Oh, I hate it. Oh, now it's not his fault. I hate it when I'm a dad. Fight. Of course it's not. <laughs> uh, have you have you read Flash or Green Lantern Rebirth? Here's what I'll say. Or is Aquaman? No. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about this. I think that Chance is right. When he first got brought in, he didn't do that good of a job. But I think he's kind of figured it out now, and he's turned the ship around. Well, okay. No, he's out. It's Walter Hamada now. Well, whoever it is, they've turned it around. I they they're making better movies. 
They did an actual film producer like they should have. I but John's is still involved in some way, in some capacity. I think I think he's still producing a lot of them. Um so Well he's he less is, in charge as he Jeff was. Johns is the chief creative officer. So there you go. Get your story straight, chance. Well, you know what uh Walter Ramada is? President of, President of DC based film production. Then who's in charge? This is the problem. We, you know what? How easy it is to figure out who's in charge of the MCU. It's Kevin Feige. It's one fucking guy. Who's in charge? Is it Jeff Johns or the guy that Chance mentioned? I don't know. Well, okay. First off, it was Kevin Feige. Eventually. Eventually, yes. All right, back to the movie. Uh, what 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 <laughs> I wanted to mention another thing about um, Aquaman, as he says, you dress up like a bat. You're you're really crazy, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Out loud with people around him, clearly in earshot, and I'm like, "Well, great! Now he's gonna have to. He just stopped trying to kill people. Now he's gonna have to murder all these innocent bystanders because you gave his identity nope, away." All these, nope, all these Icelandic people—they have no connection to the internet. Yes, Icelandic motherfuckers are dead. Do you guys have internet here? What? They start snapping their necks. <laughs> I mean, he has to bring them fish. Clearly, they're fucking cut off. <laughs> So from there we jump to Amazon where or Themyscira, sorry, where um Steppenwolf is coming into play. And we kinda talked about this a little bit ago, but I see this in my notes. Why the hell do they really go for Steppenwolf instead of Darkseid? I I just don't get that move. They they, they, they could have chosen Mongol. <laughs> they could have just skipped this new god's bullshit and done a Mazo. <laughs> they could have done no. so many things. Yes, they, they could have just done Dark Superman. They could have just been fighting Dark Superman the whole time. Yeah, they could have done Return of Superman. <sighs> anyway. The problem is they would never because they'd have to do three other stories attached to that. Yeah, and then you got it. Well, they did it in Batman v Superman. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what they did in the last movie. And that's why it's a piece of shit. Yeah. I will say this, though. You know, we, we did mention that. This movie is still a little convoluted, but at the very least, it is a, lot, a hell of a lot more focused than BBS. Because BVS goes so many different ways and different directions, and it's it's like well, BV, okay, BVS tried to be the death of Superman, the Dark Knight Returns, yeah. as well as a beginning to a Justice League story. Yeah, and then yeah, then they shoehorn in Wonder Woman, which even in that movie, she's the best thing about this fucking universe is Wonder Woman. She was the best thing about BVS. She was the best thing about her own movie. She had her own movie that's great, and she's the best thing about this movie. It's just, it's, it's remarkable. Well, now it's her and Zachary Levi. Pretty much. All right, so we go with Themyscira. We find out they have one of the mother boxes. Is this where we get the backstory of the whole mother boxes, or I think it's a little bit later? Because Wonder Woman. It's more, it's more or less here. Because Wonder Woman's relaying it, the information to uh, Batman. But uh, this is, this is one of my beautiful notes. Eternal warning flame question mark. What the fuck? So, so when Steppenwolf goes after the mother box, they take it off this pedestal that they're guarding to fight him. And I just laughed at it because one, the uh, wonder woman's mom, who I can't remember who she is. Uh, she says the light, uh. the eternal warning flame. He's coming for the mother boxes. And I just giggled at that. Cause it's like such a silly name. Eternal warning flame. <laughs> really? Oh, fuck. Like the I, can't, fire. I can't remember her name anymore. God damn it. I mean, I could probably pull it up here. 
Um, so that actually puts again not a bad sequence. I think some of these action sequences are kind of cool. I mean, th- I, I I I feel like parts of it were laughable just in their logic, and it's not fl- it's not a flaw in the part of the movie. It's more of the flaw in the part of the Amazons themselves, because they okay. The box has kind of just been beeping off and sending out a signal, and they're all in a room with arrows with arrows fucking pointed at it. Which is laughable to me. And then I get it. You're on the ready, but at the same time, why rate, would you take it out and then run away with it? I don't. <laughs> yeah, but even that. Okay, clearly Steppenwolf came in and they didn't light his ass up with arrows. So what was the point of that? I think they didn't. They just bounced off of him. So then, what was the point of the arrows? Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> you guys have fought his ass before. Look busy. <laughs> Pretend you know what you're doing. <laughs> And then on top of that, they fucking try to trap his ass in that temple, and he just fucking knocks to the walls like, well, that was pointless. <laughs> so, um, they have... Thank God you didn't doom everybody else in there. Some of the CGI kind of sucks, but I think that, like, the fights... All of Steppenwolf? <laughs> oh, I was just, I was gonna say about the fights, but, uh, I think overall, like, the fight choreography, I actually dug in this movie. I didn't think it was horrible. Um, despite the... Logically, it probably doesn't make sense. I did think like this whole chase sequence I thought was pretty cool. Um, so long story short, they lose, and he takes the his first mother box and says deuces and f- teleports away in a in the boom tube boom tube thing. Hippolyta, Jesus, there's her name. Smile spark now. Does she get killed in this movie? No, no. Uh, I figured they would. No, she's. No, because she actually has to help the one who got fucking crushed under the horse. Yeah, and I figured they wouldn't have killed her, so Pops. so they can put her back into... I feel like she's going to be a part of Wonder Woman Hi- 1984 Hi- at some point. Hippolyta is too key of a character to kill off in a stupid movie like this. Anyway, so, yeah, that happens. This is... Yeah, I have it in my notes. This is where we get the backstory of Wonder Woman explaining to Batman um, who Stephen Wolf is, why he's here, he's gonna come to get the mother boxes. We have the whole fight sequence. Why doesn't have a magic carpet ride? With the uh, Atlanteans and Amazonians fighting side by side, and then hey, look, a Green Lantern showed up. Yeah. Blink and you miss it. There's a Green Lantern hey. cameo. Not even where a blink. Where the fuck did he go? <laughs> okay, first off, not even a blink if you miss it because he fucking he takes down the Green Lantern and then the ring flies off. Yeah. He's actually hey, he swoops in. It's not a blink if you miss it. It's it. I just it's a like phrase I like to Come use. Come back, you unhelpful piece of jewelry. <laughs> but it make. But I'll give them credit. It was actually neat to see a Green Lantern. It was a cool because we didn't we, fuck. You saw what? one in twenty eleven. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it was a cool reference. I mean, I was kind of bummed because I was like, well, why couldn't you just give us that? But um. Yeah, this that instead of cyborg. <sighs> I, I don't think he's bad, and I don't. I think. Again, um, I think other than Affleck, I think all these performances are good. They're just giving they're just giving shit to deal with. And I Ray Ray Fisher has moments where he can really bring the Well, okay, hold on. We'll get to Ray Ray Fisher and Cyborg in a minute. Let's continue the train. So that whole fight sequence happens, so then we get the you know, the whole essence of what's going on. Uh Batman makes a doomsday clock reference. Just wanted to throw that because that's in my notes. Um, I was like, "Ha, Doomsday Clock reference." Yeah, that. Yeah, that was actually before Doomsday Clock even came yeah. out. I was like, "Ha, it's a Watchmen reference." 
So then from there, uh, Batman goes back on his recruiting trip. He, sp- he splits up, though. He says to Wonder Woman, hey, you go talk to the robot man, and I'll go talk t- <laughs> to the fast <laughs> For guy. For some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is what bugs me in all of that, because before that, we get introduced to Cyborg. And what's amazing is he's out there, just happens to be skulking around the same lake where Batman and Wonder Woman are. Because, you know, he used the internet or whatever to figure out where they were. Yeah. But she sensed him and didn't say anything. It's like, when you were at the lake? It's like, oh, you got, you got me. Caught. Also, that scene is another gratuitous ass shot of Gal Gadot. Because uh, she, when she's walking up to him, it's, she's wearing some tight jeans, and you get an ass shot. And I'm like, yep, there it is again. Boner alert. Oh, not, on. <laughs> not too gratuitous. Uh, Anyways. Out of, so, again, somebody's going to isolate that out of context and ruin my life. All right, so. We, can't wait. So we get a mostly faithful backstory for for Cyborg. And the Flash is pretty faithful, too. I mean, they don't go super into it, Ugh. but they do the whole storyline that his dad's in jail because they think he he killed his mom, and he's trying to figure that out, and all that stuff's there. Yeah, it's a, yeah and that would be the influence of Jeff Johns writing Rebirth. Exactly, and it, it it's the same storyline in the TV show and everything. Uh, so, But, but anyway, so, so we get Cyborg, and Ray, Ray Fisher... He does good moments when he's actually trying to convey emotion, but the writing is such utter dog shit. The rest of the way through, he comes off completely detached. I think that kind of works in a way. Um, it, what? Because it makes sense. See, but that's the problem. For him to be detached because he's a robot man. See, but he's not. No, his character isn't. He has robot, he's, he's, he has robot parts, but he's still mostly human. The motherfucker's catchphrase is booyah. <laughs> Oh, uh, Carrie Payton. Booyah! Um, have you watched season three of Young Justice? I have not. Nope. Worth it. I've heard, I've heard it's very good. Would you pirate it? No, it's on U- DC no, Universe. No, I paid, I paid the whole ten fucking dollars. Wow. You need to watch Swamp Thing. Yeah, I'll get to that as soon as I watch Titans. I need to watch that too, because season two's out now. Uh, <laughs> any Hoosiers? Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm I don't know. I saw their Jason Todd and I said, fuck no, I'm not watching I've this. I've heard it gets really, being it, gets, it gets really good. <laughs> but anyways, he, he does it, fine. It I think honestly, <laughs> he could be more natural at times rather than, don't worry, Alfred, I've got this. Thank you, Hal. You could also be wrapped in tinfoil because it probably looked just as good as the expensive CGI. <sighs> oh, the CGI is so fucking bad. You can clearly tell this movie was rushed. Um, Actually, before that, before we meet Cyborg, we get the scene that was in the trailers to be like, hey, look, everybody, this movie has humor in it. It's not that dreary, dark movie that you saw the last time. It's Oh, God, the rich, the rich line? Well, no, just the whole sequence was pretty much in the trailers where oh. Batman meets Barry Allen. Again, I think Ezra Miller... Honestly, I think Ezra no. Miller is the best thing about this movie and The Flash is the best thing about this movie because he is 100% the audience because he's always got this look on his face like, what the fuck are we doing? What the fuck movie are guess, we in? And his comments okay, but this, pretty much feel, show how I feel about this movie. Uh, okay, sure. But at the same time, I think he's utterly the most pathetic Flash I've ever seen. Wow. It's just because you're in love because, with Grant Gustin. Because... No, he doesn't fight. He only knows how to push people and run I mean, away. That's, Fuck you. That's all Flash has to do. That's all he has to do, but that's not what he... He knows how to fight. He can fight. I mean, all he does is run 
and punch and then run around again and punch again. I don't know. Or he does and it comes in and does a fucking whirlwind punch. Personally, I think... A fucking flurry? I'm talking to the wrong guy because I think the Flash is lame. Um, cause, the, the Flash is yeah. the one character with probably the most untapped potential. Uh, yeah, holla at me when he has a villain that isn't a speedster. And it not a, ta- and not a talking an gorilla or shark. <laughs> the rogues, you idiot. Trickster, mirror master, motherfucking Captain Cold. Yeah, c- and Heat Wave. Yeah. And Weather no, like Wizard. Captain Boomerang. Yeah, real fucking Boomerang okay, villains, no, 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 no. guys. Nope. First off, first off, Captain the Boomerang joke. in the Suicide Squad movies is actually kind of legit. Yeah, Jai Courtney. No, 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 not that one. The animated movies. No, I still kind of like Jai Courtney. I thought he did. He's actually kind of legit. Right not now. the idiot, the, not the Captain Boomerang that builds giant fucking boomerangs that fly around the city. Now, fuck that noise. I like that, personally. Because it, it shows you how... <sighs> when did that happen? It shows you how stupid the Flash is. <laughs> Get out. Get out. The Flash is overrated, dude. He sucks. He does not. The only thing that I like about the Flash is he gave me Gorilla Grodd, and that's because gorillas are my favorite animal. And I like a smart gorilla. You are the worst. <laughs> he also uh, chased Obama through his college dorm. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Look at you, you pulling up the, the Legends of Tomorrow reference. I have not watched that show, so I had no idea what that was. Gorilla Grodd travels back in time and... Confronts Barack Obama, college-age Barack Obama, in his dorm room. You're fucking <laughs> kidding me. And, like, chases his around. And, and doesn't he say, like, Grodd, no want change? No, I am not kidding you. I am dead and serious. That is what happens. That is so, something to that set that up. First off, The Flash is amazing because what other char- comic book character has their biggest nemesis literally be the reflection of them? Um... Every superhero? Black Panther. No. Uh, yeah. Wonder Woman's is Cheetah. Batman's is Joker. <laughs> Superman's is what, Lex Luthor. What is Joker? Is Braun versus Brains. Not that a more deranged version Chaos of Batman. Chaos versus Order. You know? Chaos versus Order. You know I'm just I'm just trolling at this point. I know. Um. Anyway, the Flash scene goes on a little too long in my opinion. Uh, I thought moments were... I thought, I thought it was funny... But I thought it was just too long, and I also think it would have been better if I didn't see it in the trailers. Eh, it's okay. So there are parts about it that are you know kind of great. You know, he's living Come out together. of a he's living out of a warehouse. His I don't like the costume myself. I just it doesn't it looks bad. I kind of dig it. The his, his wide eyed approach to everything is refreshing, but at the same point the whole time anytime we have the flash there's this really cringy humor that follows with it mm. yeah what's your superpower i'm rich yeah haha ha. i mean he's got he's wrong wrong he's telling the truth yeah but this is everything we've ever known and he says it in mm-hmm. such a fucking deadpan matter of fact manner that's just fucking stupid why do you hate this movie? I actually don't hate this movie as much as you do, man. I think it's I think it's okay. I think it's just okay. I hate it because it had so much potential and it just fucking kind of head up. I, its I ass. do like how they they reference 
like how his suit is made, how he uses the the material that astronauts use when they're coming back into orbit and they don't burst into flames. I like that, and I also like the fact that, I mean, it's kind of played for jokes, but I I like the fact that he's just n- mashing on a pizza because he's like, "Hey, man, I burn a shit ton of calories more than any normal human, so I gotta constantly be eating." I kind of like yeah, which those is those aspects, which comes up in, which comes up in a lot of different. It comes up in the TV show. Uh, just like in the TV show, they talk about how he can't get drunk because of the way his body processes alcohol. Which, man, that's unfortunate. It really is. I feel bad for him. It, it would take a super alcohol to do, do it, think, and even then it wouldn't last for very long. Do you think if he smoked weed, it would slow him down? Maybe? No. No? You don't think it'd work? I don't know. No. Imagine him on Adderall. <laughs> I don't. I doubt it'd have an effect. <laughs> well, this is every day for me, man. And no, it'd probably level him out. Um, but it's, it's cyborg. Looks, Ezra Miller is fine. Yeah, go on. I for for my money though, I'm still with Grant Gustin. He's infinitely more likable. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't watched The Flash since the second season. So, but tell me, is okay as a Barry, Grant Gustin is more likable than Ezra Miller. Yeah, and I just I think this movie. Maybe in the first two seasons. <laughs> I, okay, not their fault. For, the, for some reason, the CW shows have this bad habit of just fucking sucking after their second seasons. Well, it's probably because they have to make Crisco, 22. I messed up the timeline. Why does the world hate me? Yeah. Why did you say Crisco? Because, um... Uh, I thought you said Cisco. The uh, <laughs> other... No, I, like... The other doctor, uh, Harrison Wells, calls him Crisco when he first meets him. Uh, no? No, I don't remember, dude. That was so fucking long ago. Um, so, after that's that wow. that goes down, uh, we get back to... We get a scene with In Aquaman. In time. And that's the, he has the slow-mo shot of when he's... Just the water's behind him and he's drinking some booze and he's got a drinking problem. I think we need to talk about that. Well, he saves that one guy from, you know, the shipwreck where the fucking parademon did something. Yeah. I don't the even parademon know what. was there because they could smell the fear of this guy thinking he was going to die in a shipwreck. Yeah, but somehow the guy's covered in parademon blood. So I don't know if the parademon just crashed into his ship. Yeah, I don't. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I've only seen this movie twice. Well, it's never mentioned. It just is. Yeah. And then, she's like, oh, I guess these parademons really are a threat. I better go talk to Bruce Wayne and join the Justice League. Well, no, you're, you're skipping the whole he goes down to right. Atlantis. And then the, 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 he goes down to Atlantis, and they lose the mother box there. And then he's like. Although I, I will argue, he kicked Steppenwolf's ass harder than the Amazons did. Yeah. He actually put up a decent fight, but. Fucked up, and then we have the infamous air pocket scene with uh, Mira. Although, can't, although can I say, for my money, if we'd have gone through that whole scene with a fight with Steppenwolf, and then Steppenwolf cut his arm off, and we get hook-handed Aquaman, I'd have been okay with this. Ah, uh, that would have been cool to see him in the traditional Aquaman armor with the hook. I would have been okay with that. Yeah, I'd have been. Maybe like, in the sequel. Yeah. So cool with this. I w- I, w- I could imagine that. Um. I can't wait to cover Aquaman because that movie. Oh boy! <laughs> I actually like the movie. Bonkers and amazing. I love it, but it's so stupid, and I love it for it. Um, 
It's a flat. It's it's directed by the guy with the Fast and the Fear, the Fast Five. Of course, it's bonkers and stupid. Let's get that shitty Africa cover. <laughs> and uh, cover yeah. is so. I was enjoying myself, no matter how shitty it was. That movie's too long. Anyway, um, Mr. Worldwide. Super long. Anyway, uh, then we go back to Cyborg and. Uh, they pretty much have the team formed at this point. Uh, I have in my notes that Cyborg looks like a Terminator. Mostly. Mostly. Yeah. Well, then it's like, so then they determine, hey, our best chance is to bring Superman back. No, we're not there yet. Because uh, no, no, no. The, the team's pretty much formed. It Aquaman hasn't joined yet. And they find out where Steppenwolf is. And he's like, he went to uh, Star Labs. Chernobyl. No, that's. He goes to Star Labs because he knows that someone... He knows that they had a mother box at Star Labs. He goes there. Oh, yeah. And Cyborg's can... dad's there with a team of scientists, and he's got them all lined up uh, as, like, hostages, and he's going to keep killing... And down in the fucking tunnels underneath Gotham, yeah. He's, yeah, he's going to kill everyone until he finds out. So then Flash, Batman, and Wonder Woman and Cyborg are like, all right, let's go stop him. So they show up. And I'll say, again, with all the flaws of this movie... This scene has a really cool moment that I thought actually stood out to me that I really liked, and I don't know if it was his, the Flash smart. Yeah, and I don't know if that was a Josh. I think that's a Josh Whedon choice where Batman just tells Flash save one person, and that was a cool moment of him mentoring him and saying like, just save one person. That's all we're here for. Well, like, the, we just just the, save, it, it put was that a, in your brain, and then we can be able to save these people. Yeah, it's, it's a nice character moment. In addition to that, the shot with him pushing. Diana's sword was really nice. Again, I think they did. I think they did some cool. Like they, they did. I, I like what they did with the Flash in this movie. It, in certain parts. Yeah, they're. I, I give it sixty forty. But yeah, he. When he says to save one person. He's like he does, and then he just keeps saving people while Batman and Wonder Woman are fighting Steppenwolf, getting their asses kicked, which is f- funny. But it's funny because Batman can't even say that he's fighting. He's just driving around in the fucking Man, crawler. Again, say what you want about this movie. They point out how useless Batman really is in the Justice League. <laughs> he's just like, you guys keep fighting. I'm going to take this parademon's gun and just hang out and just camp and snipe people. God. <laughs> Which is not a good snipe Batman because comic book Batman still would have been out there fucking duking it out. Yeah. But I, I just thought that was funny where he just pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Uh, so they're fighting, they're losing, um, and then the crawler, Batman at one point is like, Alfred, bring me the crawler! And he does, but then Cyborg hops in and is like, nah, it's okay, Alfred, I've got this, and takes over the crawler, like, by sticking I w- his <laughs> arms into it. Mine now, bitch. <laughs> Yoink! I, w- I wouldn't do that if I were you, Dave. This is my crawler now, Alfred. Uh, so he's going in there, there's a whole fight sequence... They uh they shoot a rocket at Steppenwolf and he catches it and then throws it into the um uh, like some pipes. I feel like I feel like this is the worst instance of how the fuck did you idiots not see that coming? Where he just catches it and then just poof, throws it over. Well, not even that. You're firing a rocket down a hallway or down a down a tunnel where you're underwater. How did you think this was gonna play out? And then as they think they're gonna drown and die, boom! Aquaman shows up and kind of helps. And saves them. Kind of. Kind of, but not really. He buys them a little yeah, time. I mean, he doesn't stop them from possibly drowning, but I guess he buys them the time. Uh, 
honestly, I kind of liked this scene in a way that clearly none of these dipshits know how to work together, and that would make sense to me. Sure, that's like the uh, the helicarrier scene in Avengers. Yeah, when they're all fighting, when they're all arguing with each other, and exactly, yeah, it makes sense. God, I wonder where they might have taken that beat from. Like any team up movie ever, um, mm-hmm. just like Avengers, just like just like Mystery Men. Yeah, that's a that's a that's you, uh, a stay tuned and a half. Um, that's a fucking awesome movie. We're, we're gonna cover that movie now. Uh, Chance. Oh God. Don't you? Oh God, that movie rocks. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while, but this might be a Venom situation, Chance. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Chance, uh, what do you think of this scene? Because you're kind of quiet over there, bud. Oh, about the we're angry at each other. Scene? Yeah, the whole sewer sequence. Oh, uh, it's just a, like I don't know how. Like you were saying about Steppenwolf is like, all right, we're going to shoot this. Ah, mo- oh, shit. He got it. <laughs> Fuck. Nobody thought this would end. <laughs> uh, but right, guess- it's okay, guys. We're just underground. Where are we? Oh, under Gotham Harbor. Uh Oh, <laughs> better fire rockets. <laughs> Hopefully the fish man shows up and saves us. <laughs> yeah. Thank God he knew where we were. Yeah, that's another. That's a great point. That's kind of a plot hole. Like, how did Aquaman? I guess he just went to Gotham and guess he. He just kept asking the fish. Fish told him. Just strangling a fucking salmon. Where are? Hey guys, they? did you feel? A, did you guys feel a sudden drop in pressure somewhere? <laughs> a minnow's a fucking narc. Cops are just like, hey, uh, what, <laughs> sir, sir, what? And he's just fucking choking a fish. You d- are you, what are you doing? He's like, I'm looking for Batman. And there's like, there's literally a sign we have outside, man. You just got to look up. I'm pounding this tuna. <laughs> You're what? No, that's what uh, I'm going to do to your wife. What? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> so then they go back to the Batcave. And this is where... They decide, hey, Wait. we got this mother box. Well, okay, first off, we, we, we get that one-liner drop again. Dressed like a bat. I dig it. God. Aqua bro. I, I, do, I do appreciate they toned him down a little bit in the movie, in the Aquaman. But, uh... <laughs> he grew up between movies. <laughs> uh, his dad set him straight. Yeah, he went back to visit his dad. He's like, hey, man. His dad beat him. He got to step saying... Yeah, yeah, woo, my man. <laughs> yeah, dig it. Uh, Django Fett said. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they they uh they got the mother box and Batman's like, look, we can't do this with just us. We're not working as a team. Even though I kind of fucked up the last movie and kind of killed him, I was wrong. He was the best of us. We should bring him back. And Wonder Woman's like, no man, he's dead. Let it go. You fucked up live with your mistakes and Batman's like we need Superman Steppenwolf's been kicking our ass and then Cyborg's like I agree with him and then uh, the Flash is like I'm just here and then Aqu- Aquaman just says woo <laughs> so, so then they <laughs> they decide alright we're gonna bring back Superman from the dead okay so this is this is one part that makes me laugh at all of this Batman that's just justifying he's the best of us no Batman say what you mean Okay, we fucking suck. We need yeah, him. Yeah, we need a team captain, essentially. We need the swollest of the swole. 
We we need somebody who can actually take a fucking beating but here because we suck. Batman has a sick burn where he's like, hey, he's been, he was only on the earth for 33 years and he had somebody he loved and he had a family. All you had was Steve Trainer, And I was like, Trevor. Or Steve Trevor, yeah. And I was just like, ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. He's pretty much like, where the fuck have you been if you've been on the planet for this long and you showed up briefly during World War One, and that's it? Where were you, bitch? Kind of thing. Surely you fucked someone else. So then she shoves him, and I'm again, I mean, I appreciate it. Well, then clearly we're going to learn what she's doing in the 80s. Oh, she'd be fucking. Uh, so anyways. <laughs> well, it was the 80s. Everybody was fucking doing coke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we turned out. It's- Probably Steve's, like, younger brother's kid. So she's banging. And then she keeps saying Steve, and he's like, that's not my name. Uh, that's not my name. That was my And then she, and then she puts a sword to his throat <laughs> as it is now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He says, oh my god, my name's Steve. You are now Steve the Pirate. If Gal Gadot were to say to you, hey, your name's Steve, you Peter. better believe you're like, okay, my name's Steve. Um, okay, yo, what's up? <laughs> As if Gal Gadot said my name is Steve, I was like, fuck yes it is. My name is, yes, you're right, that is correct. Um, so they just, <laughs> again, we're gonna, this is probably our most sexist episode, Jesus. Um, Wait till we talk about Wonder Woman. Dark <laughs> Snyder's fault. Well, she's not shot like a creep in one in Wonder Woman. Yeah, because a woman and is directing fair, we the movie. About, <laughs> and to be fair, we talked about Electra, but the only thing we focused on were Jennifer Garner's ears. Yeah, that was weird. God, we sound <laughs> we sound horrible. Um, we we took that bitch to task. We sound like a, the Democrats. Oh my god. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> what's in your wallet? Um. Let's uh, talk about Flash. More than the value of a movie of Electro DVD. So they, they decide to say, hey, let's go dig up the corpse. And again, not what I anticipated seeing this movie where Flash and Cyborg are just casually digging up a corpse. <laughs> actually, actually, I, I do love the one-liner between Flash and Cyborg. Like, is it wrong if we use our powers to dig them up, fa- make it even faster? <laughs> I, did, I did enjoy that. And then, well, that's again, that's just Flash being the audience. We're like, this is kind of, this and that, is kind ha- that of, has to be Joss Whedon humor. This is kind of fucked up, man. <laughs> like, we're digging up this dead body. Uh, that has to be Joss Whedon humor. So, uh, they dig him up, they bring him back to his ship, and they put him in the water like Lex did for Doomsday, or, well, I guess Zod's body. Uh, to do. Oh, you mean for Flipper? <laughs> That's Zod bod. That's Zod bod. So, they're like, oh, well, we got to do it. We got a. Oh, yeah, Michael Shannon. We need a current to charge this thing to bring him back. It's like a defib, defibrillator, pretty much. So they're like, oh, we got a fast guy on the team. You do it. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go to the end of that hallway and I'm going to run back and I'm going to touch this thing at the right time and we're going to bring back Superman. And sure enough, yeah, they do there's it. a lot of. I call a lot of. There's a lot of bullshit in that one. It's a lot of yada what, that he could build up that enough electric current and that. No, the, the timing was that perfect. It's a fucking superhero movie, Sparks. Oh, my God. I thought Flash could do anything. Yeah, I thought he was so good, dude. I thought he was so cool. <laughs> he is. It doesn't mean the timing on there is fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, and then, boom, we get, I think, probably the coolest sequence of the movie. We And the lamest the lamest CGI. <laughs> exactly. It's ruined because of the, the close-up shot at the end. So then Superman Baby Mouth is reborn and uh everybody's like, Oh shit, we better go get him and Batman's like, I'm gonna hang back a little bit. <laughs> Probably a good idea. 
Uh, Awkward. So then he flies off and he finds a memorial, one of the memorials of him, and he's kind of just looking at it and like upset. And at this point, we get pretty much dark Superman. And for a minute, well, it's amazing because everything was pretty calm until Cyborg's defenses started fucking firing. Yeah, he's kind of just trying to figure things out, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh shit, oh no. And like, uh, uh, this is the problem I have with that idea is like. You're telling me that Cyborg, who is able to hack into things and pretty much have all the control of everything in, on him and all of his abilities, and now all of a sudden it starts malfunctioning? I, Cyborg's clearly a racist. Exactly. This is actually why, like... Well, there, there's, racist um, against Kryptonians. So, so the way they actually <laughs> did him in uh, Young Justice Season 3, I actually think would be a better explanation of why he wouldn't have control over something like that, but is it just, it again, was, you'd have to... a failsafe, I think, is what they try to say in this, like... Sure. It detected him as a threat or something. And uh, so... He's too buff. We need to kill him. That dude's joked. He's going to fuck with us. Uh, <laughs> Cyborg's like, oh shit, my defenses are going crazy. Before that, somehow Cyborg manages to x-ray Aquaman. I, I'd somehow guess his pulse and be like, hey, your uh, your heart rate's going up. Calm down. He's like, well, he's Superman's. And he ha- does have a good line. He's like, your, your, uh, your heart rate's going up. He's like, yeah, my adrenaline's pumping because... Superman's here like <laughs> like he's pissed clearly and um, they have their whole fight sequence which I thought was really fun and really enjoyable uh, and then Bruce shows up but I really liked the fact that but the, the problem I did have I think he beat Wonder Woman up a little too easily for my liking I think I would have liked her to put up more of a fight than it looked like but maybe I think Aquaman should put up more of a fight too. yeah because they're all pretty I mean Superman is pr- the strongest but they all are very they're all pretty much gods, so to me it makes sense that they'd all have a fair fight with him. Uh, maybe it's because they weren't trying to fight is the kind of the justification behind that. With like she was like, "Don't make me do this," and she was gonna do her guitar riff, and uh, he's like, "Nah, dude, I'm gonna catch Actually, that." Did... Yeah, so she tried to clap her fucking bracelets together. And he's like, "Nah, I got this." Well, that was her last resort because she's like, "Don't make me do this," because she did the rope thing; it didn't work. Cyborg tried to do. Like shoot at him or something that didn't work. Aquaman got fucked up because he had a fork, as Batman called it. And then I hate how her finisher is just a ground pound with her bracelets. <laughs> yeah, and then the guitar riff afterwards. It's that, but he catches it, says nah. But she still has him close tied up, close to quarters. And then they got him. And then Flash is like, all right, it's it's Barry's time to shine. And then he runs around and he's running up. And this is probably the coolest shot of the movie. When he's running up, and then you see Bat, uh, you see Superman's eyes look over at him, and then you see Flashman. That was cool. Being like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like I thought that oh, was awesome. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, he literally, I think he mouths, "Holy shit!" And then yeah, Superman he comes around, hits him, and then stupid ass Batman. That's the thing with these movies, man. Batman's a fucking idiot. <laughs> so Batman's like, because he's played by Ben Affleck. Hey, hey Bruce, or hey Clark. De- Bruce is my name. Hey, Clark. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. How come you jerk off Daredevil so much if you hate Ben Affleck? Okay, first off, (laughs) first off, Daredevil is a guilty pleasure because Colin Farrell. Okay. (laughs) It just seems a little odd is all I'm saying. No, Colin Farrell makes that fucking movie. All right, so. Continue, (laughs) Jason. Batman shows up and then Superman's like, oh, this motherfucker then flies over to him. Picks him up in the air, not by the throat, by the cheeks for some reason. 
And yes, says tender touch. The classic line from Batman v Superman: "Tell me, do you bleed?" We all laughed. It was funny. And then he says, Alfred, bring out the big gun, which I thought was funny because it's Lois Lane. I was like, oh, of course she's the big gun. Because he's talking about her chest. Adams. And then she comes out and he's like, oh. Oh, <laughs> plop. Just drops Batman, which I thought was really funny. Um, well, then so they, well, then they take off for Smallville. <sighs> which I I think Amy Adams. I couldn't have, I could not have given two shits less about that side plot. Of them going back home. Don't fucking care. Yeah. No, about Ma, Ma can't lose in the farmhouse oh to the God. bank. I don't fucking care. Again, they're just putting in shit that I'm supposed to care about, and I don't. It was just an excuse to get Amy Adams more screen time and Diane Lane more screen time. Uh, so Don't fucking care. Exactly. When all that happens, and then off screen, Steppenwolf just yoinks the, the last mother box, which I thought was... It's... Oh, yeah, no... That was I'm good. Sorry, He's like, man. hey guys, look what I found. I'm sorry. I think this movie's good because it's funny. Because it's so stupid. It's so silly. It's it's unintentional. <coughs> okay. It so, takes and itself then the whole time, yeah, really serious. It's, so it's unintentionally funny at times. Yeah. So the whole time Steppenwolf has been setting up in fucking Chernobyl, of all fucking places, with the mother boxes. Likes the and aesthetic. Th- that poor fucking Russian family. My God. Good lord. Again, you talk about a subplot that's trying to... Why was this? Why am I supposed to care about this random Russian family? Now, okay, first off, the part that made me laugh, though, is you know the fucking parody even starts showing up. So, Pa, Russian guy, decides to grab his gun off the wall. Motherfucker, <laughs> you think this is going to help? Might as well. <laughs> you get one or two of them tops, and then your family is fucked. Um... No one messes with Babushka and gets away with it. Eventually. <laughs> and then the little girl gets a fucking can of bug spray. Because ha ha. So then they're like, Good one, well, boss. shit, that didn't work, but we still got to stop Steppenwolf, so we got to go to Russia. And then um, on their way there, we get a funny little Aquaman scene. Uh, which, again, I, I think it's, say what you want about bro Aquaman. I think Jason Momoa is the right choice for this character because just Jason Momoa is just so likable and charismatic. And I think it shines through in this scene where he's just like, yeah, I'm scared. And he's kind of, then he like says all these things like, yeah, you're beautiful. I know that like Amazons and Atlanteans aren't I'm, really cool, but you know, I think you're, I think you're attractive. I'm, and <laughs> I'm really conflicted because Aquaman showed me, if not Jason Momoa, who would have been a good Aquaman? I have no idea. Uh, no. The guy who played his fucking brother. Oh, um, Ocean Masters. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson would have been a dead ringer for traditional white fucking blonde haired Aquaman. And I think they kind of played that up in uh, the Aquaman movie where it was making. And maybe. Man. Well, do you still have Aquaman be the way he is, all kind of? No, silly, you wouldn't make or him. Is he the stoic stick in the mud. No, yeah. No, neither. He's a more self-serious. I suppose. You know. And then yeah, so you're like, what's up with this? And then he finds out that like you were sitting on my lasso. I thought that was that was clearly a Joss Whedon scene. Um, sure. Yeah. I I liked it. So, I thought it was fun. Added a little brevity to the to the movie. Well, and it shows the one thing that Joss Whedon actually excels at, which is why the first Avengers movie really worked, 
is because he knows how to build rapport and ensembles. Yeah. I mean, the guy made Buffy. There's one thing, Come on. Yeah, if there's one thing he's only ever been great at, it's, it's juggling and setting up ensembles, whether it be Serenity or Buffy or Avengers. He knows how to work it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and it was nice to see, like, Jason Momoa's Aquaman have, like, a moment of honesty and, like, humor to it and, and not seem so overconfident and be like, yeah, woo, like that. And it was just like, oh, man, I'm scared. We're going to – I think we're going to die. And I'm 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 young I'm young I blah, blah. so anyway, then the final fight scene happens. They land down in Russia. They have their fights, the big fight with the pair of demons. Uh, of course, we have the classic uh, moment, <laughs> one of the moments where uh, Aquaman's fighting a pair of demon and gets hit up in the or he's falling down after killing a pair of demon. He thinks he's gonna hit the ground. Cyborg catches him. Cyborg catches him and my man. <laughs> the moment of the movie, baby. My man. My man. I don't care. I fucking. Know. I know. I laughed at that. I was like, "Yeah, my man." And then there was that other scene where he, um, fucking hits that one pair. He demon, jumps on the fucking Batmobile. Goes through the building, like surfs his body through the building, and then like jumps on the Batmobile, and he's like, dressed like a bat, yeah, or something like that. I don't remember what he said to Batman, but uh, it doesn't matter. You could literally add any fucking expository any, line. Any work. woo or yeah or. My man, would go into that? You could literally make a, you could literally make a soundboard, and it would work. <laughs> like yeah, that I think that was the ADR of this movie. They didn't even have him re-record lines. They just played a sound soundboard off their smartphone. Um, so all that's happening. Uh, then we have a moment where we're like, hey, for some reason, this stupid ass Russian family that you're supposed to care about, we should save them. And that little girl, she's gonna stand up to those parademons because she has bug spray. Funny joke. I appreciate it. Um, the nesting dolls have bug spray inside. Yeah. So yeah, this all is happening. Then they find out where um, Steppenwolf has actually got the mother boxes, like his like layer, pretty much. So they go in there and they're trying to fight him, and they can't do it. He's beating him up, and he's like, "What do you, you know, you don't believe in truth or something?" And then that's when we get the scene of Superman coming in and hitting him, and he goes, "I believe in truth." I'm also a big fan of justice. And then he hits him. <laughs> but I'm about the world, so not the American way. Yeah, because <laughs> he's a globalist. He's a goddamn well, globalist. That, well, the American way is up in the air right now. That's all I understand. Say course. what you want. I don't know. Im- impeachment. Say what you want about how cheesy it is. Woo! I think it was great. I loved it. Yeah, like, this is kind of the Christopher Reeve shit I've been missing from Henry Cowboys. Completely well, now and now he's gone. Well, he's not like he's not forever gone. gone, like Affleck is. Yeah, there's still who knows. Um, but the, like the last 15 minutes of this movie is what everybody wanted from Justice League, where it's goofy, it's cheesy, and they're all having fun, and it's 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 what the Avengers was, you know, like that third act of the Avengers is just comic book porn. And we kind of get a little bit of that with Justice League, but that right there is what it should have been with Superman saying a super fucking cheesy line like, I believe in justice and truth in the American way, you know? <laughs> like, that should have been in there in the first place. The reason that I don't understand the whole point of making a dark, moody, sad shit Superman and then putting him in... that's just Zack Snyder's fucking... Yeah, and then putting him in a world where Batman f- fucking murders people. And, I mean, I don't really 
I'm not one of those people that's like super against that because technically Batman kills people all the time. Because I mean, look at Tim Burton's Batman; yeah. he kills motherfuckers all the time. Um, yeah, but all that stupid, sad, and dreary shit because they're like trying to be the opposite of Marvel, and I'm like, that's never what DC has been. They've always copied each other. They've always been the same thing. Well, they're always okay. the re- they're they're always a reflection of societies that were in the fucking '80s. Marvel and DC were fucking edgy as hell. And in the 90s, everything got fucking moody and dark. Yeah. It happens. It's just the way it goes. And I just, I think you're realizing a shift. And uh, it's happened, and it's still happening. Where, I mean, they made the joke in the first X-Men movie about wearing yellow latex. And then you fast forward to Deadpool and Deadpool 2, where you have teenage super, is it super teen, I remember her name. Teenage Negasonic Super Warhead. Uh, she's Negasonic Teenage yeah. Warhead. She's literally wearing a yellow latex comic accurate X Men suit, and it's like that's what people uh, want. That's what they want now. Okay, although, although to be fair, they made the joke in X Men, and Wolverine never ever wore the yellow the yellow leather. We got close to the end of the Wolverine. We did get close. Yeah, but you know, you get what I'm saying, and like we even have a Batman in a gray suit in this movie, even, and. Oh, yeah. You're seeing that we want... There's room to have this Justice League movie be a fun, cheesy, campy movie. There's always room for that. It it doesn't have to be campy. It just doesn't have to be so fucking grim, dark, and self-serious. See, see, fucking Chris Nolan did it once. No, did it twice, rather. Made it work. And now Zack Snyder's like, yeah, I can fucking do that. Let's go. The Dark Knight trilogy ruined comic book movies that way. Okay, but Snyder also tried to dial up the darkness to 11, whereas at the very least, Nolan tried to ground it in reality, while at the same time, he didn't make it so dark. Yes, dark things happen, but... Well, I think the problem was we go to The Dark Knight, and then after that, we have Watchmen, which had been in production hell forever, and then they finally were like, well, if we can make a darker movie then yeah we could definitely make Watchmen and then ever since but I mean fuck but I mean fuck look at look at Batman Begins I love that movie yeah but until you saw the MCU there was a time when they were trying to make darker edgy or superhero movies and then people were like no we're fine with watching Robert Downey Jr. fly in an armored suit yeah at least until Favreau got the green light to do Iron Man but the reason I really elaborated on that and I in a way this is effective because when you see all the dark and brooding and just like overly nonsensical sadness and stupid shit of Man of Steel and BBS, when Superman shows up and hits him and says that, I was excited because I was like, oh, look, they're finally understanding that this is okay to do. Like, this is what we want from Superman. We want this super <laughs> no, see, serious what, Superman. <laughs> no, I don't. That's Batman's thing. <laughs> see what it, see what it told me basically was that it took death to get the stick out of his exactly. ass. <laughs> he didn't chill out until he died. Yeah. And they really a, uh, he, he decided to take a long break. They really drove that Jesus metaphor home, huh? Because they literally or killed him in resurrection. Jesus. Or. Or is, or if you really want to get into it, maybe while he was dead, he had to talk with Paul Kent. He's like, hey, yeah, that shit that I said before the tornado got me. Jesus. Yeah. God, okay. That's... Maybe I was a shitty dad. Uh, that was dumb. I'm sorry. Son. There's such a better way to tell that story in that aspect. Like, it didn't have to be a fucking tornado. 
<laughs> it didn't have to be the world's stupidest fucking reason. Okay, I'm going to go save the dog, but you can save me and nobody would notice, but don't do it. Oh, yeah, let a bus of kids die because nobody needs to know who you are. <laughs> yeah, Pocket, you're kind of God, a piece Dad, of you're shit. an asshole. <laughs> God. You fucking sadomasochist. Um, what are you, a Quaid? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Superman shows up, beats um, beats Seppenwolf, him and uh, Cyborg destroy the mother boxes. Uh, they saved the Russian family. There was another funny joke where um, Flash pushes the truck and then Superman just shows off by carrying a whole building and setting it down. I was like, oh, that's a fun joke. <laughs> Again, that kind of cheesy shit still works because it's not that dreary, sad shit. I don't want to go into a superhero movie. We're having fun. Yeah, exactly. Have fun with these characters. They're goofy. Like superheroes in general, see, based on just concept, are see, silly. That- See, that's the thing. Justice League could have been the course correction for the DCEU as we know it. Instead, everything fell apart. Well, the last 10 minutes are a course correction. Yeah, yeah. The third act well, of this movie well, is a course correction. Well, I hate to be the guy who says it, but it feels like the departure of Zack Snyder, for whatever reason that might be, was the impetus that could have saved the DCEU. I think it does in a way. I think I think the real change happened with Wonder Woman. I think with what Patty Jenkins was trying to do with that, kind of put the wheels in motion, saying to DC, "We should be, we shouldn't be going this direction." And I and I, I do agree in that aspect that once um, Snyder was out of the picture and Joss Whedon, they obviously went to Joss Whedon because hey, you did a good job with these Avengers movies. You know what you're doing. We're gonna bring you in, do some reshoots. We want to punch this up a little bit, make it a little bit more fun. And not as dreary as the other movies, and not as shitty. Yeah, and I definitely think the change definitely happened with Wonder Woman. Really, yeah, you totally saw the course correction in this movie, and it made better movies from it. Aquaman's a better movie, and Shazam is a hell of a lot better than the other movies. Not so much with Suicide Squad. Suicide. Well, again, Shit. that was also. I mean, he didn't direct that movie, but that was still during the Snyder era. So, <laughs> well, and okay, so. Oh, God, yeah. So Suicide Squad suffered from quite a few different things. Doesn't have a third act. <laughs> uh, can't wait to cover that one. That's going to be fun. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking talking about that Joker is going to kill me. I got cable. No, what about Killer Croc or Slipknot? Or <laughs> I'm actually good with I'm good with most of the movie, with the exception of Joker and how the movie ended. I am surprised at how much I was actually, I liked. But, man, there's a lot of stuff I didn't like. <laughs> oh gosh! Like, eh, Don't get me started just, on that f- the fucking Diablo character. <laughs> uh, the, the, the the hindsight of Enchantress is what impresses me. How stupid they can fucking be. So the woman, you know, she has this alter this evil personality that sometimes she just flips into. What do you think the odds are that she would just do that at the most inconvenient time? Or you know, I hope she never gets angry ever. <laughs> But that's okay. We'll put her on a team and see what happens. But I mean, what makes her different than any other lady? Am I right, guys? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't care. We already we've already made too many sexist jokes. Might as well keep going. Uh, <laughs> so that was Justice League. By the end of it, oh, um, they save the day, and then we have a post-credit scene where, well, before that, we have a mid-credit scene of Superman and the Flash having a race, which. 
Okay. Well, uh, so we also get all the resolution from everything. So, you know, Barry gets a job as a CSI. Right. He gets the job that he's always wanted. Batman is. No, not the, not the job he's always wanted. He's like the lowest man in the fucking. Well, but in the police the, department. It's the same job that he gets in the show and all that shit. So. It's a job Barry Allen has. Yeah. Cyborg kind of reconciles with his dad. Um, Wonder Woman goes on to be Wonder Woman again in Paris. Paris, France. Batman goes off and broods. Yeah. Superman hooks up with Lois again. He's like, hey, babe. And then uh, then we get the scene of the Flash and Superman having a race, which Superman's cheating, oh, by the way. Because he's flying? Yeah. He's not. Yeah, he's got to run. <laughs> Uh, so they have their little race, which again, it's clearly them being like, "Hey, we're sorry we made such sad movies. Let's have fun with these characters." Well, and it's it's a, it's a throwback to a classic. Well, it was in the cartoon, yeah. Story arc. Well, it's it's a cartoon comic. It's all over the fucking place. So then that happens, and we have credits, and then we have a post credit scene with Joe Manganiello. I, I think that's how you say his name. Manganiello. 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 I don't know. Joe. The guy. The guy who married <laughs> Sofia Vergara. Flash Thompson yeah. from the first Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Magic Mike or one of those guys. Manganiello. Okay. Uh, he shows up as Deathstroke, which I really... We'll never see again. I really hope they fix that and put him in there because I think he would be a fucking awesome De- Deathstroke, personally. I think they should put him in Birds of Prey. Just going to throw that out there. I th- maybe he's in it. Maybe he's a surprise cameo. Well, Black Mask is in Birds of Prey. Ewan so McGregor, man. Well, yeah, Ewan, McGre- awesome. Ewan McGregor's in there because he's... He's involved with um, uh, Mary, Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say to that. Um, so um, yes. he shows up on a yacht. Uh, well, no, before that, we find out that we're in we're in Arkham. Luthor broke out. Arkham and uh, Arkham Asylum, Gotham. Luther broke Luther broke out, obviously. And then yes, I think it was Blackgate. I feel like they would have put him in Arkham. No, Arkham. Arkham. No, Arkham's for the criminally insane where Luthor is just an asshole. Yeah. So he broke out (laughs) and then we see Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke show up onto a yacht, which which he is on. They got a league. Why don't we make one of our own? Legion of Doom or maybe Injustice League or whatever. Anyway, yeah, that's that's the stinger of a movie we'll never get. Uh, And I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. Because it means we'll never have to deal with that fucking Lex Luthor again. I, they better recast that motherfucker. I tell you, man, I uh, that was a casting decision. Normally, I'm pretty like, okay, let's let's. I'm not like reactionary to things. John Cryer for Lex Luthor because <laughs> he's already shaved his head. No, because he's playing Lex Luthor in Supergirl. Bring back Michael Rosenbaum, um, from Smallville. Because he was bald. He was, he was Lex Luthor in Smallville. I know. Well, since. Uh... <laughs> Since Kevin Spacey is already a terrible motherfucker, let's just make him Lex Luthor. Apparently, he was Again. innocent. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, apparently. Well, yeah. He, was he though? No, yeah. I think it, he was like acquitted or whatever. I don't know. There, I don't think there was ever a trial. And then the, one of the the guy died, which is conspiracy theory shit. Um. <laughs> so uh, that's that's uh, I gotta pull this up real quick. We gotta play the Rotten Tomato game. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Ba, 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 da, ba. Run tomato game. At the end, we're all losers. Ain't it a shame? <laughs> the Rotten Tomato game. All right, real quick. 
Patent pending. I want to say that what they should have done for this Justice League movie, I think this could have this approach could have worked if they did the Justice League War, like DC animated movie. If they would have introduced yep. all those characters well, that way, it would have totally worked. Yeah, Justice League War would have been their best bet, even though they don't have Green Lantern or Shazam. It, but or the part where Superman wants to bang Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, he can do that. All right, uh, so. <laughs> Sparks, we'll have you go first. Uh, what is the Rotten Tomato score for Justice League? I don't know, like 34%? Ooh, very, very close, but not quite. Chance? I'm going to say like 42. It's 40%. Yeah, Chance yeah. was the closest. Uh, here's the critics' consensus for Rotten Tomatoes. Justice League leaps over a number of DC movies, but its single bound isn't enough to shed the murky aesthetic, thin characters, and chaotic action that continue to dog the franchise. I agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, here's a couple fun reviews. Trying to make it short here. From Sarah Stewart of the New York Post said, A pointless flail of expensive, yet somehow cheap-looking, CGI <laughs> that no amount of tacked-on quips or even Godot's luminescent star power can rescue <laughs> a C is that what she calls it I think his name is Chris Klemek from NPR says a C grade B movie wherein all involved fully satisfy their contractual obligations <laughs> <laughs> snap uh, let's, wow. let's do uh, one more because I usually do three of these um, Taylor Smith says this film was doomed to be clunky and uneven long before the dialogue was written <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> I'd see maybe two fresh reviews. So surprising. All right. Now it is time to play the other game, the box office game. Now, uh, I'm going to start doing this each week to kind of give you a hint. I'll, I will say this. Cha-ching. It did make money, obviously. Uh, the budget yeah, sure. was $300 million. So, Sparks, what was <sighs> the box office? Okay. D- domestic or worldwide? It just all time. Just do worldwide. So it's a worldwide. So yeah, it made money overseas. Fucking World of Warcraft made money. I don't really. I didn't hate that movie to be honest. Didn't watch so it. Did, did gangbusters in China? All right. So yep, overseas it killed. Um. All right. So I'm gonna go four ten. No. A lot more. Um. Let's see. I know Justice League did crack a billion just because it was a big deal, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, I think it was a miss. I mean, how do you expect for it to say, make that much money when the other movies sucked? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say like $850 million worldwide. Um, I'm kind of seeing conflicting things here, but... No, yeah, okay. So you were wrong, too. Let's go on Box Office Mojo. Oh. Hold on. So, it was. It's definitely more than that. So, or less than that. Sorry, it did not make a ton of money. I mean, it made money, but it didn't make like. So six fifty. Yeah, it's in that range. Hold on. Let me let me double check my numbers here. All right. So, chance. What was your um? Your what? So eight ten. Eight hundred and fifty. Fifty million. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have seven hundred or six hundred and seventy nine million is what I made. Okay, so not counting marketing. Yeah. It apparently lost the studio. It said the budget was three hundred million, but with like uh, everything, all all things considered, with marketing and everything else, it did lose the studio some money. So it wasn't necessarily a success. So it was a bomb. It uh, yeah, it it lost the studio around sixty million dollars. Um, so yeah, it's amazing that a movie can make six hundred fifty-seven point nine million dollars and still be a flop. In, in today's uh, economy, no, not not anymore. I yeah, I guess not anymore. When you have Marvel making literal billions and billions of dollars, and uh, you have Sony, or Marvel. not Sony, uh, Disney. Well, uh, didn't Han Solo lose? Uh, I don't know. People are too harsh on that movie. I actually like that movie. Don't really care. Solo. Solo's great. Someone can fucking. Fuck. It's a swashbuckling good time. They'll it's be there a, soon. It it made money, but it barely did. I think the budget was three hundred million, and oh, it only s- made three ninety two. Yeah. No, Solo was like the first Star Wars movie to bomb because they pretty much what happened was they had they had Lord Miller to direct Lost it. Lost the studio seventy six point nine million dollars. And then Rand Johnson bowed out. No, no, it was a. Uh, they replaced uh, Lord Miller with Ron Howard, and Ron Howard pretty much mm. reshoot the entire fucking movie. <laughs> That's so, right, Ronnie Howard. So if they didn't reshoot the entire movie, it would have made money, but since they had to like, redo the entire thing, um, pretty much, that's why it was so expensive and didn't make money. So for context, you look at Justice League that made you know, 657.9 million that in, in their team-up movie, and then you look at so we're going to call it 658. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then you look at the the first Avengers movie that just absolutely crushes, and that hits over a billion dollars. So for context, yeah, DC really screwed the pooch on that one. <laughs> Warner Brothers sure. really f- fucked up. But I don't think it, – uh, clearly it's not the end because we got um, Aquaman out of it. We got Shazam, Wonder Shazam. Woman sequels coming. The Suicide Squad reboot sequel thing, Birds of Prey. So they're still going to be making movies. It's They'll be going to be fine. They also named a director for the Flash movie. Again, that's like the Finally. fourth one, I think. <laughs> well, yeah. The people that keep... It's the uh, guy who directed it. Oh, yeah, I saw that, which is... It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Because I liked both those movies, so uh, we'll see. Uh, that yeah, Andy Muschietti. I think it's time to end this episode, and before we do, we've got to rank this movie. Not we'll rate it, rank it, whatever. Um, however we want to do that. So, out of a scale of one to ten, I'll go first. I would say, despite itself, I actually enjoy this movie. I think there can be fun to be found in it. Um, like I said before, it's unintentionally funny at parts. I think. Rarely, there's some parts that are just like the cyborg. It's not the same character. I don't even know how to qualify it. But I would say I would give it a five, five out of ten. Chancy, uh, I'll be a little nicer to it. I'd give it a six and a half, just because 
it doesn't bore me the whole way through like other movies that I don't like do. If a movie bores the hell out of me, I will rank it lower. But there was actually some genuinely entertaining parts of this movie. Granted, they're not super frequent, but they are there. Um, I really like I really like Bro Aquaman. I just can't help myself. Um, I think Ezra Miller's Flash needs work, but there's potential there. Uh, assuming he stays on the role uh, for the movie. I'm not super sure, but yeah, six and a half. Okay. I'm not going to be nearly as nice, but I'm not going to be overly harsh either. It's not fucking Elektra. <laughs> um, I am going to say about a four and a half. Wow. That's incredibly harsh. That's incredibly harsh. <laughs> it's a half step down from here. It's jackass. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still, it's, you know, 50%. I mean, it, it, it has problems. It really, truly does. Um, there are some moments that make it enjoyable. Um, Aquaman is a nice touch. It just, it's there. There are fun moments and there are moments where, God love me. I fucking just wanted to curse its name. Damn you, Justice League! <laughs> but but I think overall it's okay. It's not the movie that I've been avoiding watching. That I'm gonna have to watch. Which oh god, that's gonna be horrible. What are you talking about, Venom? <laughs> no, I'm talking about BVS. Oh man, <laughs> I'm watching the ultimate cut, bitches. I have yet to watch that movie, and I'm okay with that. I'll feel you. Now, that's, see, if that movie had that movie had one less Jolly Rancher, I'd probably like it a lot. <laughs> but it's cheery. Um, yeah, uh, speaking of problems with that. Can you figure out what that I means, think, Sparks? <laughs> no, I know what it means. I'm going to say, you've I'm, I'm aware of the movie. movie. I just haven't watched it. Uh, oh, okay. If you've seen the memes, you've seen the movie. <laughs> okay. But, like I said, I think... It's Ultimately, so awkward. It's a fine movie. It's just, it's, <coughs> it's okay. It's not good. It's the it's, Justice League movie. It it's just it, it's it's the Justice League of all the movies we've watched so far. <laughs> I mean, you you spot on analysis, man. <laughs> I know. Actually, um, they should have written that on the box. It's the Justice League of DC movies. Oh, man. So that is Justice League. Um, probably, this is our longest episode, and it's mostly been us trying to right the wrongs of this movie. Um, so, so thanks so much for listening. Next week, or whenever we put up this epi- next episode, uh, we, we will be talking about another classic from the early 2000s, Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah. fuck me. <laughs> Shout out to Crackle. Can't wait. For letting us watch it for free <laughs> so we don't have to spend oh, money on it. Oh, God damn it. Oh. So you're not only going to have to watch Ghost Rider, you're going to have to watch Ghost Rider with ads. <laughs> Good news. So if you didn't have to pee, piss before. And we get before, to see Henry Fonda as Satan. Yeah. Not, no, not, R.I.P. Not ex- explicitly <laughs> Satan. Well, that's in the, that's in the sequel. It's Mephisto. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hope you're ready for Sparks, because oh, yeah. we're going to do that. Henry Fonda, hail Satan. <laughs> hey, you know what? It has one of my favorite bit actors in it, so it's okay. You know what we're going to do? We're going to watch Ghost Rider for the next episode, and then episode after that, we're watching Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. We're doing back- Oh, thank God you didn't say Venom. <laughs> we're doing back-to-back Ghost Rider movies, baby. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. we got to watch a good movie at some point. <laughs> it's, 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 it's that's like the you saving grace. The I really there, like that one. There are it two saving good. graces for Ghost Rider. One is that mo- that part where he laughs in the mirror, which is fucking awesome. And the other part is, or it's the part where he's fucking transforming. He's just laughing. It's oh my god, Nicolas Cage. No, the best. And the other part is, the other part is Donald Logue. He's being himself. <laughs> the best part is in the second movie when he's like he's scratching at the door. <laughs> If, yeah. If you thought, if you really thought you wanted to see Nick Cage just unleashed, you were wrong. Because <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. You haven't watched Face Off. Oh, I have. It's a masterpiece of modern cinema. So until oh, I have watched Face Off. Face Off. Oh, that 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 movie deserves its own podcast. The Face Off podcast. <laughs> uh man. So um, if we ever do a Patreon, we should do an ep- bonus episodes. Of non superhero movies, and that has to be the first one. We have to talk about Face Off. Well, we have to do that, and then we have to get a soundboard of yes. Jake doing Nicolas Cage quotes. <laughs> Scratching at the door. Uh, we talked about a, we talked about a little in box office bros and just how bad shit it is. The bees. <laughs> oh God, not the bees. <laughs> so until uh, next episode, we're talking about Nick Cage having a skull on fire oh. in Ghost Rider. <laughs> We will have a super day, I guess. I don't know. I don't have a good sign off. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye.